This podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Nexus Recruitment Group, official Bristol City Football Club short sponsors. There is a company or brand within the group that can assist all recruitment needs across any industry to suit any budget. Head over to nexus-resources.k.uk for more information. Welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, the bonus show. Matt is with me as always. Matt, how are you, sir? Yeah, very well, thanks, Patrick. Good, good. I think the first thing we'll talk about is Tuesday night's game against Coventry, and talk us through that and some of the some of the ambiguities, if you like, around the professional development league. Um, is Brian Tinian? Brian, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very thanks, good. thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, so, category two, professional development league. <laughs> So it's split into two regional divisions with the overall champion determined at an end of season playoff. And effectively, that is the game on Tuesday. City will be Category 2 Academy champions. If they win on Tuesday, there's a trophy to win. So I guess the first question is, Category 1 is your Premier League in general. Yeah. Category 2, everyone else is there. A Category 3, yeah. what's to stop Bristol City Academy becoming a Category 1? Is it... About five million quid a year. So that's the, so <laughs> that's the, that's the, yeah. the, the difference. Yeah, there's a big, big gap from obviously Cat 3, which um, is your Exeters and your, your Bristol Rovers and your Plymouth and people like that. Mm. Cat 2s are probably mostly Championship and um, League 1 or Round League 1. Yeah. And then your Cat 1 becomes your, your right. different level altogether. So yeah, it is very much more expensive. Okay. Um, and I think at the minute we feel that the model we have here which um, mm. allows us to loan players out. Um, we can still be competitive in the 23s, but playing a lot of under-18s. I think if we went into that category one, it would be very, very difficult yeah. to compete with your Chelsea's and your Liverpool's yeah. and your Man U's financially and player-wise. So we had Matt Hale on the podcast, who's, um, who's effectively your role at Southampton, yeah. um, and spoke through his life and times. And uh, yeah... For for a lad from Longwell Green, which is where I, I grew up, to be heading up that yeah. is a you know fantastic achievement, and obviously that's a Category One academy. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, looking forward to Tuesday. I think we're expecting maybe I don't know thousand. Who do we, who? Are we going to top the man new sixty seven thousand from last night against Newcastle? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I think, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't think that's possible. But <laughs> um, no, we heard the other, uh, a bit earlier that Coventry are going to bring a few coaches of fans as well. So yeah. it should be. Well, a it's really extended good the season for yeah. for everyone, which yeah. you know. Is great for some people, not yeah. so good for others that had holidays planned, etc. <laughs> but really looking forward to that. So uh, come along if you can on Tuesday to Ashton Gate. I think it's free for season ticket holders, £3 general admission. And that's season ticket holders last year and yeah. first coming in. Yeah, yeah. so um, e- either yeah. way, that, yeah. that's, that works well. Right, okay, let's move on then. So uh, let's talk about this season. So season just gone. Um, Nigel Pearson's blooded in a number of youngsters and given opportunities Let's just talk through some of them. So our player of the season for the podcast in terms of our ratings was Antoine Semenyo. Yeah. Um, obviously, he had an injury in the middle, started well and finished really well. Eight goals, 12 assists. Just your thoughts on how Antoine's come on this season? Yeah, I think people forget Antoine's just 22. Um, we obviously took him from the college at SGS at 17. He went to Bath on loan and, and did really well, went to Newport and made a lot of noise there and had Chelsea who made an offer at that time. Um, I think he's just took a little bit of time to get used to the full time and the, um, 
the rigours of the championship, really. It's a tough league, and as I say, he's only just 22, but this season he showed signs of putting it all together, and I think everybody, and I, I read a lot of stuff about Antoine from fans and yourselves, and you're waiting for him to put it, everything he's got together. Yeah. And I think when he does, he's virtually um, he's virtually unplayable, to be honest, because yeah. he can go off both feet, he's powerful. Same, Matt, you know, we, we speak run. about that, don't we, frequently yeah. about... We can't think both of another feet. player that can hit the ball as well as he can yeah. both feet. Yeah, you know, in, in the past or the, or the present, could we? Yeah, um, and it's getting the consistency. Yeah. I think that's what Antoine's got to strive for. And and I speak to him a lot of training and watch him train and watch him finish. And sometimes he's like his finish is, is outstanding. Yeah. So he's just got to get that consistency, which he's shown a little bit more this season. And he, as I say, he's been unplayable at times. Yeah. yeah. And do you see him as in the front two, obviously better with him down the middle. I yeah, think. I think he's an out-and-out striker. Yeah, I think he's a number nine. I think he's uh, he's a great person to set your triggers and your pressing triggers off. And as you say, if he can add another eight or nine goals to this mm. season and get 15, 16, 20 and get them assists, he's going to yeah. be... be interesting to see asset. where he would be on that goals number if he'd have played the whole season, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alex Scott, so he's predominantly played in a right wing back role, um, which he's adapted well to. I think for me, I'd like to see him in the middle, in probably in the role that Andy Vyman's been done so well at. How would you assess, uh, assess Alex's season? He burst onto the scene yeah. in that Aston Villa friendly, didn't he? Outstanding season. He was 17 still when the season started. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's had 38 starts, I think, Alex, in the Championship. So. He's been outstanding, uh, really good footballer, technically good, can handle the ball, both left and right foot, good passer, gets the most free kicks in history. <laughs> um, Will got four goals in the championship, yeah. and as you say, he's yeah. played a lot uh, right wing back, which he's never ever played before. Mm. But you normally tell that you've got a really top player when he can fit into a position that he's never played before and look really comfortable. And as we say, he's technically top draw. Great lad, wants to listen, wants to learn, wants to be the best he can possibly be. Been playing for England and keeping a lot of top young players out of Chelsea and Man City out of the England mm. 19 team. So um, Alex Scott can be exactly what Alex Scott wants to be, to be honest. Great talent and a fantastic season. And as you said, Nige, fair play to, to give him that opportunity mm. at just 17 when the season started and to play 30 odd games is a fantastic um, achievement for both. Yeah, uh, obviously at, at a young age, you know, they probably don't know their best position. They've been playing throughout their teens, etc. Mm. But is, is there a conversation with, with you, with the uh, academy uh, coaching staff from Nigel to say, you know, we've got this opportunity on right wing back, you know, can Alex fit, fit, that, fit that role? I think Nigel's seen enough in training now to know that he's a, he's a really top player. Mm. And as I said before... I think, get him on the pitch. Yeah, get him on the pitch. And if you've got Andy Vyman in Alex's best position, then unfortunately, Alex, you wouldn't take him that position. <laughs> so, so, yeah, not this season anyway. Yeah. But So get yourself in a position where you can play mm. and play well. And I say this to all the young lads on these boards, sometimes you play in a position that is not where you want to play. Mm. But we get them to do it because when they get to the first team, they might not play in the position that they want to play yeah. Cam Pring played early on the season as a left winger mm. when he first got on the team yeah. Red and he's a, yeah, he's a left back so it always happens as a young player you have to Sam Bell has played right wing back this mm -hmm. season and he's not in his best position so we have we try and educate them that it's not always 
to play in the championship for Bristol City, you've heard to play where you bloody told you. <laughs> yeah. And go and do it yeah. as well as you can possibly do it. I think the thing for me was the, the maturity that, that he's shown, I listened to a couple of his interviews, and he, he, he seems as though he's a joy yeah. to actually work with. And for Nigel Pearson, almost he could say, I'm going to stick you in goal next week. Yeah. And he would accept he it and just do it, yeah. Which, 100%. You, know, you wonder how many modern players are like that, really, Brian. But we tried to make, and we tried to create a culture in the academy where, first of all, they are good, good lads. Yeah. And they want to listen, they want to learn, and they trust what you're telling them. Right. Alex Scott is a diamond. Yeah. Sam Bell is a diamond. Tommy Conway yeah. is a diamond. Yeah. Antoine is a diamond. So, Eamon Benarus, diamond of a lad. Had a real setback. Yeah, it's such a shame that. Yeah, he'll come back stronger and he'll come back better. But great lads. And if you tell them to run and jump and yeah. run and touch that tree, they will run and do it. Yeah. So it's Riley Towler. Yeah. Great lad. So well, that's we what to, we try to create because it's important. It's an important part of the game. And when we send them to Knights and when we send them to the first team, I'm really comfortable knowing they will find them mm, yeah. really, really good lads. Cam Pring, yeah. Zach Viner, Max O'Leary. So. I mean, how impressed, Matt, were we with Tommy when he came on the podcast? So, so well-spoken, like, a great story yeah, to tell. Yeah, I guess he's, he's the one that I, I wish had had a little bit more mm-hmm. match time. I mean, yeah. he's been in squads, just because I think, yeah, we, we both think, you know, what, what a player we've got yeah. on our hands there. Um, I think Tommy Conway and Sam Bell, in two or three years' time, yeah. will be a partnership up front yeah. potentially for Bristol City we'll see him on Tuesday they'll play up front together in the yeah. 23s and you will see the, the chemistry and the understanding they've got a good friendship right now yeah. they? yeah. they've played in 13s 14s all the way up yeah. they've terrorised teams and yeah. they've scored loads and bucket loads of goals mm. so hopefully when they're matured when they get that age of 22 like Antoine yeah. we'll see a real exciting strike partnership and is that part of the plan to keep <clears> them together versus sending them out on loan uh, no, I think we'll we'll sit down in the summer when they've done pre-season with Nigel. We've had the conversation. Nigel's been in, and what's best for these boys mm. next year? You know, if one stays in, does one go out? Does in January we look at it where the other one comes back and the other one goes out? Yeah, because they still need to develop and get that first team football yeah. to get them really ready for Bristol City. We'll yeah. do the same with Riley and Duncan Ida and mm. and people name him when he's fit. We'll yeah. see where he is, but it's a constant thought process really to what's best for them to be the best for us yeah. in the long term. So touching on, on Eamon there, obviously, you know, terrible injury, ACL. He's got a great role model in Andy Vyman, who's come back and had the season of his life um, to, to sort of think back on. What sort of, I've always wondered with these long-term injuries, what sort of support is there for them, particularly a young lad like yeah. Eamon? Oh, he'll get, he'll get every bit of support. He'll be here and players will support him, staff will support him and we'll... As academy, he's still part of us, so mm. we'll, we'll give him all the support he needs. I always say when the when the lads get these injuries and they're out for a while, just try and come back better and make use of the time mm. that you're out. So if he needs to work on his upper body, if he needs to work on strengthening his legs and his thighs and his quads, go on then. Mm. You've got a period of time now to come better and stronger than when you left. And the environment, as you said mm. correctly, is a perfect example. Mm. He's come back like he's never been away. Yeah. He's come back like that injury has never existed. Yeah. So that is a, a challenge for him and now to make use of that time to really get himself where everybody sees when he first comes back as wow, yeah. he's come back even better. I think Antoine said something about that, didn't he, when yeah. he was out, that he spent a lot of time 
focus on what he needed to focus on and then looked at that. So mm. again, shows the maturity. Yeah. That well, Robbie Cundy had an injury similar yeah. to Antoine in the summer and missed quite a lot. And, and I used to go down with Jim, not to work in it, to believe me. <laughs> but I used to see Robbie in there and he was pumping the weight yeah, and he was yeah. doing his leg stuff and he was saying, I'm going to come back stronger, I'm yeah. going to come back better. And that is the only attitude and, and you can have to come back better than you left. Yeah. And then at least it hasn't been a wasted six, seven, eight months, it, you come back better. Yeah. You touched on Robbie Cundy there. Mm. When you were last on a, on the podcast, you were up in Gillingham, I think, yeah, watching him, um, and very much described him as an Aidan Flint-type player. Yeah. Uh, we've seen what a player he can be, and it brings a much-needed focus, much-needed calmness, and with the right mix of aggression as well, which which was great. I loved it when he came on for, for his first appearance. He just got a bloke in front of him, just shoved him yeah, out of the way. Forest away, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. fantastic. So what a great end to the season for yeah, Robbie Cundy. Again, Robbie's got a fantastic attitude and um, I could see the bath when I was watching James Morton at the time and Robbie just as the season went on, the more I watched James, the more Robbie was getting better and better and better mm. and his attitude was spot on and James used to say he's a fantastic lad and wants to get better and wants to be the best he can. And he had two really good loans at, um, well he had Torquay to begin with and he went to Cambridge in League 2 they got promoted that year, mm. Gillingham in the second half of the season where he nearly ended up getting in the playoffs with Gillingham, who got relegated this year, so they were desperate for him back. Yeah. But um, yeah, great lad, great finish to the season for him and he's um, he's proved now he can play in the Championship, which is from Conference South at Bath, is no mean and feat. You, you forget how quick a turnaround that is, we talk yeah. about the youngsters, because you've seen these youngsters in the first team squad, you forget how old they are and similarly yeah. with Robbie, not only a youngster, but where he's come from so quickly, isn't it? I think we've got to be careful because Alex Scott's 17 stroke 18 and played 38 games. Yeah. There's not too many that are going to be able to do that. No. So we have to be careful. We've got to remember Bobby Reid was 24 yeah. before he had yeah, that, that real season, big yeah. breakthrough season. Joe Bryan was 22 probably before yeah. he got... So there's going to be some boys here who are going to be fantastic players for us, but it might be 21, it might be 22. Mm. They're not all going to be 18. Yeah. So we've just got to remember that because we we think sometimes, oh, he's not quite, but hang on, he's only 18, 19. Yeah. He needs this before he gets there. Yeah. yeah. We've spoken about Tommy Conway. Um, Cam Pring started the season really well, um, has been in, in and out of the team. I guess it's trying to pin down what is his best position mm. and with the flexibility that we've spoken about with Alex Scott playing right wing back, etc. How would you sort of sum up Cam? I think Cam's had a fantastic season. 34 starts in the Championship. He's never played in the Championship before. Mm. So I think he's had a, a really, really good breakthrough season. Mm -hmm. um, I think the form of Jay De Silva, when he came back, he was outstanding, yeah, was Jay. Yeah. So that made it more difficult for Cam to get in. Yeah. But I think probably the little rest and the come away from it for Cam will probably do him good. Mm -hmm. He'll go and have a rest. He'll come back pre-season. And I should imagine he'll fight Jay De Silva to try and get that spot. But Jay... Jay's form has been outstanding. Yeah. But we also quite liked him, Matt, didn't we, as a left of a three at the back? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I love Cam's physicality. And I think my criticism is the wrong word, but in early season, it looked like he was blowing 60, yeah. 65. And again, yeah. it's getting up to that level. Yeah. But really, from probably 10 games on, when he started to play, probably after the first time he finished a full 90 minutes, that point on, that never came into question. Yeah. Um, and his quality on the ball, he's got aggression... Um, which, yeah, we, we were disappointed, weren't we, that we weren't seeing him at the end of the season. But, yeah. you know. As a young lad, he played as a 10. 
at number oh, 10. Right, so he, okay. was, he was always a bit of a technician, Cam. So, yeah, he's, he played well when he first came in the team as a, as a left winger. Mm-hmm. And it's another thing for the younger lads that if you can play left wing, if you can play left back, if you can play left of a three at the back, it gives you three That's times true. a chance to absolutely. get in the bloody team. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. don't moan, just do it and do it well. And I think Cam's had a fantastic season. Yeah. Yeah. One that's sort of come later in the season, Duncan Idahan. Mm-hmm. Um, just tell us the sort of the background, the story behind him, because he, again, looks like a prospect. Yeah. Well, War was at Grimsby last year and um, I went up to Grimsby a few times and I saw him at Walsall and this Duncan Idahan was playing uh, left centre-half. And I thought, wow, what a good player. And I didn't know his age, so I went home and I was 18 years of age, playing in League Two. Mm. So he went, I wrote, obviously wrote his name down and thought, right, I'm going to keep an eye on Duncan. So every time I went to watch a war, I also watched uh, Duncan Iden. And then the season after, obviously the manager changed, Dean Holloway left. And and then I found out that Duncan wasn't having like much luck with the new manager that actually took Riley Towler in yeah, his place course, yeah. so I'm thinking wow what's happening with Duncan and then an agent rang me and said look we can get Duncan out for free um, and I'm like wow because I was saying yeah well I'd pay a little bit of money for Duncan yeah. to be honest and the attributes he's got the physicality he likes defending he likes mm. first contact he can run and um, so we got him in in December he had a uh, he had a week here we had a friendly game at Plymouth away and he played and he played and all the stuff like wow we've got to sign him yeah. so we, we took him uh, in December on a, on a contract till the end of the season obviously Knight saw him playing for the 23s and like bloody hell <laughs> you know he's yeah. like he likes what's he 6'3 six, yeah he's 6'2 six, 6'3 six, six, and he likes he likes contact Duncan. Mm. he likes yeah. to defend he'll put his body on the line that's what that, we want to see we want yeah. to see a Sean that, Taylor that, that, yeah the tackle the way it yeah it was brilliant it was just fantastic it was brilliant. Yeah. but in the, all the 23s games he, he will block it's like the ball's a magnet in the box to him really like yeah. gets in the way of it all the time he, he's done fantastic well he's another one what a diamond of a lad yeah oh he's a he's a great kid yeah so he's had a brilliant end of that season I said to him when he's in December you were on trial and you're making your debut in April at yeah. Derby in the first team. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So he's he's a great lad and I think he's got a really bright future and another one who is desperate to do well, is yeah. desperate to do well here. And I think he'll come back in pre-season and train with the first team and, and we'll see where he is. Yeah, so we've spoken about a lot of the players there that have had opportunities to varying degrees this season. Uh, ones that are also on the radar this season, so, so Psycho Janna, he played in the Forest Green game. I think he was almost our man of the match. He was our man of the match, yeah. He was. Um, and then he got injured or went out uh, on loan? Or yeah, he ended up going all the way to Shrewsbury, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So, so where, does, where, does, where does he sort of fit into the equation? To be honest, I think he's had a little bit of a disappointing run. Mm-hmm. He hasn't played as much as we would have liked and he would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to, when, when we come back in pre-season, we'll have to sit down with Seiko and and see where he is. Mm-hmm. He's going into the last um, year of his contract. He's now fighting against your Sam Bells and your Tommy Conways and your Antoine Semenyos and your yeah. Chris Martin. So is he yeah. is he seen as an out and out striker as well? Yeah, or he's, a, a, he's a striker. Awara Edwards obviously shined in that game uh, a couple of days ago, getting City into the into that final on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been out on loan and, yeah. and now and now come back and looks hungry. Yeah, Exeter was a really good loan at the uh, start of the season until January. Um, learned a lot. Um, didn't play as much as we would have liked 
Um, and then in January, I had the opportunity to, to put him to Colchester uh, with guaranteed of him playing more games. And he's gone there and he's done really well. Um, scored goals and assisted, which we were looking for. Mm-hmm. And then he's come into the game the other day and scored, a, um, scored an absolute beauty. What do you look for in a team that you're sending them out on loan? Is there a certain... Do you go and sort of review, or do you know what they're like? Yeah. Um, whether the manager comes into yeah. it, the facilities comes into it. Is there ever a, a demand from us to say we want him to play X number of games? I never, I never ever put that stipulation because if he's not playing very well, <laughs> yeah. the football, the, yeah, the reality of football is if you're not playing well, you won't play. Always reminds me of the Ryan Kent. Well, I was going to say yeah. that because yeah. we, as, as fans, you kind of read things that there's a clause in there. We've got to pay money, and you think, really, does that go on? But that is yeah. something that can happen. So always, when they when they're ready to go out on loan, and we decide the right club, and the player comes and sits where you are, mm. and, and and he goes, "Will I play?" I say, "You'll decide that." Mm. Yeah. Off your pop, yeah, and then go and demand a place in the team makes you and easier to be to deal with rather than saying I want him to play twenty games a well, season. You, can, you can't do that. It's not yeah. football. Yeah, football is not like that. It's not yeah. the reality is go there. They want you. Get in the team. Stay in the team. Play well, and you will mm. end up with thirty four games. Yeah, Josh Hours. So we've seen him on the in the match day squad yeah. for experience and even on the bench I think yeah, for twice. for yeah, yeah twice. Yeah. Um, and I've watched a few under twenty three games and he plays with a, a real maturity, doesn't he? Yeah, he's he's tough. He uh, gets around the pitch. He will put his foot in. Um, has got a array of passes. He can pass forward. He can switch the play. Really pleased with his season. He's progressed really well. He had a good spell training with the first team for probably eight to 12 weeks where he was involved in them squads. He was on the bench. Mm. So he should be really happy with his development this year. Um, and again, come back in pre-season, be flying. If an opportunity comes, then take it. Yeah. And if it's not here, then where do we place Josh next year to get him get him ready? But really good season. And for a player like Josh, how important is it to have players like Matty James, Joe Williams, Andy King around him to, to be almost that face-to-face role model? Well, it's always, every football club, I think the, the the successful football clubs always have a good core senior players. Mm. They're the most important people because they set they set the tone of the dressing room, they set the standards, they set the culture. Um, so really important that when we send young players, it's into an environment where the senior players are really good and they help and help develop these young players because they, they're going to make mistakes. Yeah, They're going to not do things properly. Yeah. So then it'll be them who puts them straight and tells them how it is. Yeah. And similarly, Dylan, uh, Dylan Kaji, you've been impressed I've, with him? Every time I've watched him on the, the 23s, he just stands out. and he's, he's a midfielder, I think, we're crying out for. A, a powerful, puts his foot in, but can really play box to box. Yeah. yeah he, no, he's a real... We, we like him a lot. We gave him yeah. a three-year um, professional contract last year when he hit 17. Yeah. Um, Progressed really well this year. Six foot two, athletic. Yeah. Spending quite a bit of time in the gym now, just to get him strengthened up of a body. But a real talent and one we really, really fancy to go go on and play in our first team for sure. Yeah. Riley Tower has become a social media. Doors. Doors. Doors, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and he's someone who was one of the first 
youth yeah. team players yeah. to, to sort of come through. Um, last season before last? Season before, wasn't it? Yeah. No, last season. Yeah. We're, still, we're still in this season. Yeah. 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 Um, but, and, and he's had injuries as well. So where, where, where are we with Ryan? Well, he, he went to Grimsby at the start of the season. was outstanding. Mm. They had a really good start of the season. They were top of the league. He played 16 games and I think they lost one or two. And the, the reports were really good. Outstanding. Watched him quite a lot, and he was he was very good. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of a back injury, and okay. a little bit of a problem where he was he was out for a little while. But he's come back now. He's strong. He's fit. He's going to be a top player, Riley. Mm-hmm. It's just he's only nineteen still, mm-hmm. so or he might have just been twenty. So we need to just plan again. Is he going to be in the first team squad? Which I think Knights really likes him. Yeah. If not, then what we're going to do with Riley to get him next time he comes, he is in the squad and he doesn't come back. And he's an example of a player for me, Brian, and because of where I come from um, in Bristol. Yeah. I knew about Riley, a mate of mine, his lads played with him. Obviously, didn't play centre-half no. in his youth career. So even with that, it's a change for him, yeah. mindset and development. And yeah. you, you forget that as well. That, yeah. you know. Well, it got to 16, 17, he was playing in midfield. Yeah. And, and, and we had a conversation. I thought it was a little bit quick in there for him. Mm. And we said, well... If we drop him back a little bit and play sort of pitches in front of him, it's a different game. Yes. It's only 10 yards, but it's a different game. And he took to it like, yeah, yeah really well. And I think he's going to be a, he's got a left foot with real quality. Yeah. He's got more aggressive now. He came back from Grimsby, much more aggressive, winning headers. Mm. He's, a, he's a talented There was boy. one moment in, I think, the Ipswich game where he came down the, the touchline. Back heel. Back heel. Yeah. You're like, that's what I'm saying around. Well, he's a midfielder playing at the back. Yeah. He's got all the abilities to yeah. be a midfielder, but he can be a centre-back, yeah. left three of a back. He couldn't even play left-back. He's a he's yeah. a talented boy. We like left-footers. Yeah. Um, so with all these players that we've mentioned, there's a massive balance of patience, I think, yeah. for a lot of them, isn't there? Yeah. Is that something that, that is sort of drilled into them? Keep doing what you're doing, patience, etc. Well, they get hungry because they see your Alex Scott. Yeah. And they're training with yeah. the first team, they're spending time yeah, with them at the High yeah. Performance Centre. I think that's a good thing here. We've got a real, it's not It's not the first team in the academy we want. Mm. And when, or if there's one ready who we think... Well, it'd be really good for him to train with the first team. We could just I can just walk down the corridor, say, look, this would really benefit him if yeah. he had a week with you, if he had two weeks with you. And, and they're brilliant down there and say, yeah, get him up. Let's have a look. Let's see where he is. Jamie Knight-Labelle, the young lad, the centre-half, we just signed three years at 17. Played in the 18s this year, played in the 23s. Got called into Canada's under-20 squad and may be in it for the World Cup in the summer. He's only just 17. So we got him last couple of days. I said to Nice, what about getting Jamie? Because he's, he's had this brilliant progression to finish the season. Mm. We're training a couple of days, trained, and they were like, wow, brilliant. Mm. We'll have him back again. So it's just that sort of little bit and planning and giving them the opportunity and just to see what it's all about and see what it looks like. And it just gives them that little bit of edge to think, well, yeah, I want that. Yeah. So it's really good. Right, so let's talk now about the six academy players that have signed um, new contracts. Uh, so starting off with Tommy Blackwell, 18-year-old Bristol-born midfielder, been at City since the age of 15, playing at Mangotsfield and Southampton beforehand. Yeah. What what position? He's what? A, he's in, I'd say Tommy's an attacking midfield player, um, technically very good, uh, was very... 15, 16, like underdeveloped, so we've had to be patient with Tommy, mm-hmm. um, but can technically handle the ball, um, will rattle in a tackle, 
couldn't score a goal, can't see a pass. So Tommy's got a big year ahead next year to, to really kick on. Again, trained with the first team um, okay. for a little while yeah. and didn't look out of place. So we're, we're hopeful Tommy will come back really fit in pre-season and, and have a really good season next season. Excellent. Um, Mac Boyd, a 70-year-old goalkeeper, yeah. signed a new two-year deal that sees him stay with us until June 2024. Exeter born, um, but has been with the Robins since he was 14. Yeah, a goalkeeper, six foot two, um, has played 18s and 23s, although he's just a first-year scholar, just 17. Mm. Um, unfortunately, at the Aston Gate um, against Colchester, I think it was, he got a couple of teeth smashed out. Oh, God, so he got a bit of a bad whack. So he's, yeah. he's had the last month or so just getting himself back. He's got a gum shield now, so he's learned the hard way. But... Trained a lot with Pat Mountain in the first team squad. Mm -hmm. um, really progressed well in his first year as a scholar. So really positive and looking forward to him progressing. Excellent. Okay. Jamie Knight Labelle. Yeah, I just spoke about Jamie. Yeah, yeah. he's had an outstanding first year Canadian. as a scholar. Yeah. He, um, he played 18s early. He got into the 23s and stayed in there. Played 44 games, I think, this season between the two teams. Right. And then that resulted in... Um, Canada ringing about and we went in a to Costa Rica in a in a squad in April and did really well. The field feedback's good. Yeah. We're waiting on the sixteenth of May to see the squad right. for the World Cup for Canada. Yeah. So wow. Jamie potentially might be going really? to the World Cup in Canada. That'll so we're waiting awesome. on that. We've had the email, we've had all the dates that everything's gonna be um that's gonna be found out. So Jamie's He's hoping and we're hoping really. He's sat that by he, the phone that day, wasn't he? Fantastic. Yeah, Is he centre half? Centre half, yeah. yeah. Right side of centre half, yeah. six foot two, very good on the ball, technically good. Uh, but he's had a he's had an unbelievable first year scholar. Fantastic. Amazing. Uh, Seb Palmer Holden. Yeah, striker, another one, Seb, who's um who's played in between the eighteens and the twenty threes this year. Mm -hmm. Hit twenty one goals, I think now, Seb. He scored Saturday in the eighteens. Right. So had a really progressive season. And again, we'll be looking for Seb to be banging in the goals in the 23s, I think, for the first part of next season, and then potentially get him out in that men's football to uh, to test him probably in January next year. So had a really positive, quick, can run down the sides, can finish, and has had a really good season. Uh, Omar Taylor-Clark, 18-year-old Newport-born midfielder, signed yeah. a one-year deal, keeps him in the club until 2023. Yeah, another central midfielder who's yeah. very energetic, good on the ball, can get box-to-box, -box. again, played in 18s, played in 23s, trained with the first team, um, technically can handle the ball, mm. is tough, uh, can see a pass, takes all the set plays, needs a few more goals to his game, but yeah. a really talented boys that we're hoping will really kick on next year. Very exciting stuff. And finally, Callum Wood, Hereford-born defender, second-year professional, um, has put pen to paper for three years, that keeps him at the club until 2025. Yeah, Woody... We took from um, Cinderford at 16, playing men's football. Um, really good character, really good attitude. Had a really good loan um, at Bath at the start of the season. He played 18 games. He was probably their best player. Um, came back then to work more on his gym programme to strengthen him up. Another left-sided centre-half, six foot one. So we've got a, quite a few of them, which yeah. is good. Trained with the first team, impressed, to be honest. Did really well. So again, we'll... We'll look to see what his progression is next year. Does he go National League? Does he go League Two? Does he come back and train with the first team? We'll mm -hmm. see how he's pre-season. But we've given him a bit longer because he didn't come in until 
16 years of age. He yeah. hasn't, he's only been in, so we'll give him a bit of time to progress. And we've got real high hopes. It's certainly it's tough. High hopes, good pun. Certainly got some some tall players coming yeah. through. In well, we've got Riley Tyler, we've got Duncan Joe Lowe was out in Joe Lowe, wasn't he? We've yeah. got uh, Callum Wood as a centre half. We've got Raf Arahoy, who's a six foot three left footer. Then we've got Josh Campbell Slowey, who's a first year scholar next year, six yeah. foot three left foot centre half. So we've got them all lining so up. Land of the Giants, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, nice said the other day. It's nice that we're we're actually producing some defenders. He yeah. sat. Last Saturday or the Saturday before, we had an in-house game between the 16s up to 23s. Right. And he uh, he couldn't tell which ones were the 16s yeah. in that group, so it was really good. We had some had some real talent, I'm and sure. He, he pays a lot of attention to it, Brian. Yeah, he sat yeah. with me and he yeah. wanted to know who's who. And, yeah. you know, I was explaining who the 16s were. And mm. he's like, wow, you know, there's some really exciting. And he said, oh, the future's really bright. Yeah. He, was, he was buzzing. So, mm, yeah, he takes a really interest and he, he wants to be involved in know everything that's going on with the younger players and who's Fantastic. who's the next one. Let's chat about Guernsey FC a little bit. Mm. Obviously, Alex Scott coming through um, and then we've got two names um, in addition to that. We've got Ben Acey, yeah. um, who's a 17-year-old midfielder. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about him and then you just, before we started recording, said about uh, Tim App. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll give you an exclusive. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Ben AC we had over on trial. He's, he's been playing for Guernsey first team uh, as an under 18, which is really good. And mm. if he was ours and we would put him out on the lawn, that would be exactly where he should be. Mm. So he's played a lot of games. He's energetic. Um, he scores a goal. He, uh, he gets about the pitch. He's come and played in our 23s and 18s on trial and did really well. So. Ben will be here from the summer on a one-year contract, which is great as a pro. I saw him getting an award of some sort. Yeah, as well. he won the Young Player of the Year at Guernsey this year, there we are. which yeah. is great. Yeah. And then Tim Apsion, we only we had over on trial um, about a month ago. Uh, Tony rang me. Tony rang me. He's very good. Tony, you don't pay him, but he's very good. Um, <laughs> he rang me and said we've got an under sixteen, and he's just finished in our first team, and he scored. He scored. And he's a striker and he's quick and he's really mm. good. You should have a look. Yeah. So we got him over. We had a week here. He was outstanding. And where, where did you sort of, what did you put him in? To we see played him? in, uh, he trained with our 18. Right, okay. And then we had an in-house game where he played with our, eight, he played in the game that uh, Nigel watched. The right, yeah, yeah. Well, in-house game on the, on the show pitch. Mm -hmm. And he played and he, he showed some, some real quality. Awesome. Um, so he's going to now join us as a, as a scholar next year. So we're excited about him. It's a real last minute, yeah. exciting little find, I think. And everybody, all the coaching staff, when they, they watched him for the week and in the games were like, wow, wow, we've got to sign him, we've got to yeah. sign him. So yeah. really exciting about that one because it's a little bit different and it's just come from, well, not nowhere because Tony's good and yeah. he helps us, but it's the, it's the contacts that are, that are key really and it helps they, you. Tony must obviously value how you look after yeah. the kids and, yeah. or otherwise he wouldn't recommend them. No, 100%. Yeah. We've got a really close relationship. Yeah. He's, he's done brilliant to give us the heads up on Alex Scott mm. and obviously Ben AC and now Tim. We've got a, a real strong relationship. Tony will come over in pre-season and spend some time with us and watch what we've got and then obviously Guernsey are playing a league where he plays a lot in London in the outskirts of London. Anything he sees in there that's young and exciting he, mm. he, he gives us a heads up so he's He's really good. I think when people see Guernsey, they <coughs> they ultimately think it's something to do with Steve Lansdowne. Because yeah. he, he, he lives, lives there. <laughs> it's obviously great for Steve as a, as a person who lives in Guernsey and he's seeing Alex Scott. Yeah, yeah. I saw him the other day and I said about Ben Acey and Tim Apsion now mm. coming over and he's 
he's thrilled to bits to be honest so he's uh, he's excited about what the future for they, them are but Brilliant. also for the for the boys that we just mentioned oh fantastic well Matt I think it's safe to say the future is bright and the production line is in full flow well, it definitely feels it doesn't it it's, it, it's good to hear that we've got that quality coming through mm. in it because you know we all right, the season hasn't been the greatest, but the, the highlight has definitely been the youngsters mm-hmm. and those performances, isn't it? The likes of you know Alex and certainly even Sam Bell, who come in and had a you know a, a bit of a tough time playing the position, but you know Nige adamant. Mm-hmm. No, I put him in there again, which for his confidence must be brilliant. Yeah, very good. So, and I, I said to the staff the other day, I think our under 18s next year and our 23s is two of the strongest squads we've ever had. Yeah. Wow. I really do. The, the scholars we've offered, the 14 scholars, are are really, really good. So we're, we're, we're look, looking forward to the future. For so sure. when we win on Tuesday, lift that trophy, <laughs> and then win the following the following season, under 18s, under 23s, you know, that five million investment. It's funny because, one. yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Because <laughs> the under 23s, we, we finished top of the league last year, then lost in the semi final. But we don't actually. Sounds like rugby, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I, I can be really honest here that we do not set out to win them leagues and mm. finish top because we've played in our 23s this year. Every first year scholar at 16, 17 has played in the 23s. And some of the first team. And some of the first team. So yeah. it's such a mix and it's yeah. such a, it's a different team virtually from yeah. week to week. Um, we do not set out to win it, but when you are doing what we've done the last two years, it shows you've got good players. Because mm. it doesn't matter if there's under 18. We had seven, eight under 18s playing in there in some games. We still won. Yeah. So it shows you've got a, a good strength and yeah. depth, really, of what we have, which is, which is great. Brilliant. Matt, any final thoughts from, from you? Just wish the, the lads good luck for Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, although, you know, don't set out like it when you get into a final, you absolutely want to win it then, don't you? Yeah. So, yeah. No, we're, we're looking forward to it. Great yeah, it'd be fantastic well. if, the, if, if the fans could come and get yeah. the boys. It's a, you know, there's a few videos. It's a bonus on. game, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bonus game at the end yeah, of the season. Yeah, there's a few videos coming back on the bus from Sheffield on uh, on, Tuesday, on Monday, and the lads mm. are absolutely, they're, they're buzzing, they're over the moon, you know what I mean? Brilliant. He said, it's not often you get to a final, go and go and win it. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it. Brilliant. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing your thank thoughts you, on, on all the players and, and the way the academy is progressing. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Um, who knows when we'll be who back? We'll be, we you might... just, have you just written your name up on the board for a link? I have, actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I put myself we've put, right there. We've put permanent <laughs> Brilliant. I, 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 next season, I'll be running the Reading podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, uh, yeah. yeah thanks so much, Brian, for for joining us, and yeah, we we may even do um, a bit of a thought on the game on, on Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. yeah, who knows? But thanks so much, Brian, and Cheers. we'll be back soon. Take care, everyone. On Bristol City, on Bristol City, on Bristol City, way up the lead. You nearly blew it. We know you've been through it, but you can do it. Give us the gold. There'll always be a Bristol, and City is the team. To get into the first again will always be our dream. We're proud of Bristol City. They play in wind and rain To hear the crowd or shout aloud The 
the city scores again. Eyes have seen the glory of the goals the city score And we want to see them score in just a half a dozen more When the ball goes in the net, me boys, you want to hear us roar Our team goes marching on Glory, glory, Bristol City Glory, glory, Bristol City Glory, glory, Bristol City Our team goes marching on